Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You are listening to Scoop B Radio. What's going on? I hope wherever you're listening from, you and your loved ones are safe during this COVID-19 period. Hey, this is the producer of Scoopy Radio, DJ Manio. I would just like to take the time out to give a big thanks for the listeners to the pod. We did record numbers last month. So on behalf of Scoopy and myself, thank you for the four years of supporting Brandon on his media journey. If you have a few minutes to spare, please fill out a short listener survey. Go to scoopyradio.com slash poll. You can also share your opinions about the show so we know what works and what we can do better. That's scoopyradio.com slash poll. S-C-O-O-P, the letter B, R-A-D-I-O, dot com, slash, P-O-L-L. Don't worry, if you didn't catch any of that, the link will be in the description. You're listening to Scoopy Radio with Brandon Robinson. Scoopy Brandon Radio. Robinson joins us now on the Boardwalk Island Hotline on 97.3 ESPN. My friend, how you doing today? Josh, I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, and I think a lot of people are excited about the NBA and the news that came out yesterday. All these guys are in the bubble and zero positive tests. So it looks like, you know, people who criticized the NBA, oh, why are they taking so long? Why are they spending so much time on these protocols? Well, it looks like they spent the right amount of time to get this to work. Yeah, I mean, you Around the league, there was skepticism as far as how they're going about doing it. But there's some things that the NBA has done. Number one, the minute you get to the campus, you have to self-quarantine uh, for either 10 or 14 days. Um, then you are amongst your peers, whether you're a player, whether you're a media member. And then they're giving you those rings that quickly determine your, your, your temperature um, and more so. I think the NBA is creating the right protocols early on. It's working. Um, we'll see what the end result will be. Um, and, you know, basketball exhibition starts this week in the 30th, uh, as well uh, as when the NBA season will resume in the bubble. Now, you've been on a bunch of these Zoom calls. You've talked to a lot of players since they have gotten in there. 
what is the general vibe that you have gotten from the players in the bubble about what this campus environment is like for them? I talked to J.J. Redick uh, last week, and he said that um, he's enjoying his time there. Um, and, you know, Jabal Crawford, now a member of the Nets, uh, talked to him yesterday. He's enjoying his time there, but it's still a process of not just basketball, not just the social cues, the hotels, um, the food, and more. It's also uh, actually implementing the return of basketball. Um, it's an adjustment. You think about it, and, and it makes a lot of sense. Brett Brown kind of nailed it on the head yesterday in the Zoom call. One of his routines, you know, was getting to, on, on the day of a home game, was getting to the Wells Fargo Center early, working through game reports, going for a light jog in a park near the, the Wells Fargo Center, stopping at a local subway, and then getting there at five ish and, you know, starting his, his, his nightly routine. It's literally like an AAU culture um, that's in the best basketball bubble. Um, and a few players have said that publicly. A few players have said that to me via text message. And um, it's, it's an, a, 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 a statement that has been exuding throughout this process. It is literally like an AAU basketball um, situation. It's funny. One of the most entertaining Instagram lives that are out there right now is Dwight Howard's. Um, it is a basketball writer's dream. Um, <laughs> tweeting quotes from Dwight Howard. And one of the things that he said that I found humorous was literally um, he wants to create cutout, car- cardboard cutouts um, and wants to put them in the stands. And he wants to run into the stands and hug the cardboard cutouts um, and, 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 you know, just have fun with it. He has a fun personality. Um, I think that there, it, it reminds me of high school basketball where you have JV, J, uh, freshman and varsity teams sitting around watching games. Um, from a basketball perspective, I'm glad there's a product on the floor, but um, I think they're still working out the kinks. I think the positive results or the positive outcome of not having any positive results um, is, is a step in the right direction for the league. It's definitely huge. And Matisse Thibault's vlogs is another addition that's very entertaining. But Brett Brown mentioned that Joel Embiid's comments about the camaraderie. And I just wonder how important is this environment to team building? Because the Sixers, as we all know, could definitely use some of that. Yeah, I think you're right. Brett talked uh, on Friday about uh, Matisse from a basketball perspective, uh, said that he is a disruptor defensively um, at large. And, um, you know, I spoke with uh, Glenn Robinson III on the, on the Zoom yesterday, and he talked about just the adjustment to not just the camaraderie, but to Ben Simmons shifting to the four. I'm sure we're going to talk about that. Um, but also just um, a, a restart of sorts. Matisse actually talked about that as well, how he doesn't feel as though it's his rookie season anymore. He feels like he's established himself as a locker room presence, and he's grown and adjusted to the NBA lifestyle. So I feel like the the video blog is just icing on the cake um, to a season where you literally had a stop and a start. And I'll share this with you. Um, back in September, um, I was at a NBA 2K party um, in Los Angeles, and I didn't know who Matisse Stiebel was. Um, and I'll tell you this. He was standing on the red carpet taking photos of players on the red carpet. And then after he took photos, 
he got on the red carpet and he asked, he answered some questions and I pulled him to the side and we had a conversation in depth conversation about Allen Iverson and his knowledge of the game struck me early on. I got to know him. And then throughout the course of the season, I got to know him. Um, and the thing that stands out to me is just how personable he is. That level of, of camaraderie, I think is infectious within a Sixers locker room. And I really, really, really do like Matisse um, in Philadelphia just because, not because of just me connecting with him, but just he's like a politician, but like one that makes you feel comfortable, if that makes sense. It absolutely makes sense. And you mentioned it. So is this move of Ben Simmons to the point forward position, the difference in this team making a legit run or not? When you add Shake Milton to this lineup, you do understand that they have had zero run together on the floor. You know, it's funny you bring that up because I think Philadelphia makes a big thing of it, of it and rightly so. Uh, I had Keith Pompey on the Scoopy Radio podcast last week, and I brought this to his attention, and, and him being a Philadelphia native, it, it kind of made him think too. When people talk about Ben Simmons moving to the four, to the four position, um, to me it, it was a celebrate or a seminal moment similar to how Allen Iverson moved to the two with Eric Snow starting at the point guard position. Everybody made a big thing about it. And the Sixers went to the finals that year that Allen Iverson shifted to the two. 2001 NBA Finals, and although they lost to the Lakers, um, I, I think that people really saw that Allen Iverson could move off the ball and just be a pure scorer. Now, comparatively, I talked to Brett Brown about this on Friday. I told him that when I look at Ben Simmons moving to the four, to me, it reminds me so much of when – Allen Iverson, excuse me, when LeBron James was no longer the starting point guard in Cleveland with the Cavaliers and during stints with the Cavs towards the end of his first stint and him in Miami, people started to really fear him as a scoring forward. And I, if you remember, Ben Simmons just turned 24 the other day. When I talked to uh, Brett Brown about it, he said he sees it in theory um, – the similarity as it relates to LeBron moving, to, you know, off the ball. He said, when you think about it, um, he's a great scorer. He's a two-time all-star. He's a max player. And at the same time, um, off the elbow, he can cause havoc. I mean, now this is me talking. When I look at Ben Simmons, he's a six-eight guy that can use his shoulders and can contort his shoulders to get any shot he wants to. While many people talk about the jumper, you take pressure off of him seeing over his defender and getting other players involved, and he's legitimately able to make things happen getting to the cup. You saw it in stints last season in the playoffs where Jimmy Butler often controlled the tempo of the offense in the half-court set. That being said, I expect Ben Simmons' point guard instincts to never leave him. I mean, you think about it. Okay, if you become a perimeter guy, you're still drawing double teams. You haven't made people respect your jumper, but you're able to cause havoc because you're going to draw those double and triple teams, and you're still able to get the open man. If you got Al Horford, you know he can hit that jumper. You know Embiid can hit that jumper. Having Embiid and Simmons off the ball, can, can, can cause some havoc because you look at the Eastern School Conference. Radio. You have some mismatches where you have guys like Giannis Antetokounmpo, who I remember when Jason Kidd coached Milwaukee, had him playing the, the point guard position at times. 
literally Giannis is able to draw double and triple teams and do the same thing. I think when you look at the schematics of the Sixers and what they bring to the table, I think moving Ben Simmons off the ball and having Shake Milton start at the point guard is a good problem to have. I think in today's game where everybody depends on the point guard to score, um, I think you kind of shave it down and bring it back down to basics. You're using a 6'8 point guard to literally be Magic Johnson in the finals in 79 or 80 when Kareem was out and making him a scorer. If I'm other teams, particularly in the Eastern Conference, teams like the Boston Celtics, I'm a little scared of that. NBA insider Brandon Robinson joining us here on the Boardwalk kind of hotline on 97.3 ESPN. Make sure you check out the Scoopy Radio podcast. Tons of content, tons of insider interviews you're not going to get anywhere else with the man Scoopy. Brandon, you mentioned two things. I want to follow up with you there. Number one, you mentioned near the end there about Magic Johnson in the early years of Lakers. One of the things that's overlooked is that Magic Johnson played his first few years with another point guard, Norm Nixon, who was also mm-hmm. among the league leaders in assists per game those few years. So there's a history of putting a high-level big guard or big ball handler with another point guard. And the second thing I want to throw your way is this is something that I've heard you talk about in different places as well. Ben Simmons, you mentioned about what he can do, but also who he spends his time with. I cannot emphasize enough how impactful it is for Ben Simmons to be spending these off-seasons and time during the pandemic working out with the one and only LeBron James. Because even if 20% of LeBron rubs off on Ben Simmons, the sky is the limit for Ben because of LeBron's work ethic and intelligence just cultivating a young man like Ben Simmons. I was scared for a minute when you said spending his time. I thought you were going to bring up a Kardashian. No, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's none of my business. It's not, it's, not, it's not about basketball. However, what I will say to you is, number one, when you talk about spending time with um, LeBron James in the offseason, um, they both share the same agent in Rich Paul, one. Um, and so there's a natural connection there. Two, they're both 6'8", uh, tall point guards or playmakers, if you will. Um, I think it's great that he spends time with LeBron, but if you really sit and think about it, uh, greatness attracts greatness. I had Mario Chalmers on the Scoopy Radio podcast last weekend. He brought something to my attention that made a lot of sense, and I didn't really think about it. It's so simplistic. Um, he talked about how the Miami Heat lost um, to the uh, Dallas Mavericks in the 2011 NBA Finals, um, and he brought up the fact that um, in watching the last dance, the Miami Heat were frustrated in the same way that the Bulls were and after they lost to the Pistons in the 1990 Eastern Conference Finals. When I look at Ben Simmons, um, I think about frustrations. I think about people always talking about his jumper. I think about the first year where he hurt himself, and it was technically supposed to be his rookie year, but the second year was his rookie year. He's 24 years old and plays in a northeast city where you where people expect the best from you um, at all times. Philadelphia is a tough city to 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 to, to mention. But once you win the fans over, uh, to quote Philadelphia native uh, Joe Scott, you're living your life like it's gold. That being said, um, when I look at Ben Simmons' ability 
Um, everybody looks at LeBron James. Everybody looks at Magic Johnson as the prototype for big guards um, or big forwards or point forwards, however you want. But I think one thing that gets lost in translation because of injuries and more is the impact that Penny Hardaway and Scottie Pippen had on LeBron James. Penny Hardaway inspired a lot of big guards. Um, Penny Hardaway was a guy that literally um, was ahead of his time and played a great role in Orlando with Shaquille O'Neal. And it's interesting because I had Jason McIntyre from Fox on Scoopy Radio recently, and he talked about how Penny Hardaway and Joel Embiid reminded him so much, or rather Penny Hardaway and Shaquille O'Neal reminded him so in Orlando reminded him so much of uh, Embiid and uh, and Ben Simmons in, in in Philadelphia, big 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 men center power forward uh, with big point guards. If Philly finds a way to figure this out and keeps their team together, I still think they're a scorer away from continuity. I do think that Philly's best shot um, roster wise was last year with I think JJ Redick. And Jimmy Butler was a big miss. And I think they were spoiled um, by how much talent they had. I think the playoffs will be a big indicator on how much they either missed them or how much they were able to recover from it. Um, I think when you look at the Sixers, you forget about Tobias Harris, uh, who to me is a triple-double threat. You, You forget about... Um, the fact that you still have the luxury of having another big man in Al Horford on that team. Um, Furkan Kormats, to me, and checking out games in Philly back in February against Memphis and against Chicago, if he's able to play like that back in February and the Sixers are able to win like they did against the Clippers uh, back when they had that four-game homestand back in February, um, I think Philadelphia can cause some problems. But they still got to adjust. They still got to figure out and get all the kicks out. They also have a good problem because they still have a good defender in Matisse, um, and, and, and they still have other perimeter guys that, that can step up defensively. So I, I like Philadelphia's outcome, but I think oftentimes we pay so much attention to just Ben, so much attention to just Joel and B. They got a, a balance of young guys and vets on that team. I like Philadelphia as much as people are paying attention to Milwaukee, much as people are paying attention to Boston. If Philadelphia finds a way to figure this out, uh, we could be looking at some entertaining basketball in the playoffs. He is Brandon Robinson, Scoopy Radio Podcast, NBA Insider, and as all guests, he joined us here on the Boardwalk Honda Hotline. My friend, I appreciate you jumping on. I know we'll be talking more as the NBA gets back officially on the court, and I appreciate all your insights today. My man, thank you, as always, for allowing me to be myself. Absolutely. This is Scoopy Radio saying, you bring the coffee, and I'll bring the Dunkin'. Kaboom! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 